everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. I dealt with an SWP listener just the other day. They had the wife's car with one company, the house was with another, and the husband's car was with a third. The fourth policy was fine for the cottage in Quebec. Anyways, now they know, and we've got an amalgamated plan going forward. We even saved a whack of money doing it. Text me, Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. Your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Hey, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And as we say it here in Canada, after a few Molson Canadians, happy Canada Day. Oh, yes. We're yes. 100, 155 years old, so we got lots to get to in the sports and whatever realm. It's Steve along with Jimmy. Kind of a cross-Canada show. You're in Edmonton. I'm here in the nation's yes. capital where we're getting ready for our big celebration. How are you today, Jimmy? Stevie, I'm good. Yeah, Great. I'm very good. Allow me to, uh, I do it every Canada Day, Stevie. Say it right. And, huh? Say it right. Canada Day. Don't interrupt us. Oh, yeah. Does anything say Canada Day, Steve? Like Anne Murray? How about hockey? Oh my God! Good night, everybody. Oh, yeah. oh Jesus! You know. <laughs> Spread your tiny wings and fly away, ladies and Nothing gentlemen. Nothing says Canada Day like snowbird. So, what about hockey? And it was my mother's birthday. Everyone knew Barry. Canada Day was Barry's birthday. Oh, nice. Uh, Ju- yeah, July first. So we we marked that, and my brother. Uh, my brother Joey. Unfortunately, that was that was the day of his accident uh, that he got killed. So uh, I remember my I remember my mother and everyone loved her and and certainly my brother too today. And uh, uh, so it's uh, I don't know, bittersweet I guess bitter mm-hmm. bitter bittersweet. My you know remembering them and but it was on this on this day. And I see uh, also Stevie you you yeah. sent me uh, Jim Pappen died. Yep. who is from Sudbury, uh, and he was a great friend of my parents, uh, him and his wife. Uh, I went to school with his son, Arnie, and Merrill Pappen. Uh, we went to St. Teresa's together, and then uh, and then I moved away to Ottawa. Uh, but I don't know, Stevie, if you remember, and I caddied for Jim Pappen. He was a really good golfer, really good golfer, uh, and he had a wicked temper. <laughs> he, had, he had, we used to make fun, if you caddied for, for Pappen, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of time, Steve. He was a club thrower, ah, okay. And if he missed, he had a, he had a hell of a move. Uh, you know, he'd pitch clubs, and then you got to go run and get them, and make sure you got them all at the end of the round because he threw them everywhere. And his move, if he missed a putt, Stevie, was he just just fired his arms straight up in the air with the putter as high in the air as he could, and everyone hit the deck 
waiting for his putter to come down. Um, but he was, uh, Stevie, he was, I don't know if you remember uh, the first time you ever saw in person an NHL player. And the first guy I ever saw in person was, was Jim Pappen. They were having a party next door with my folks and the Browns. You remember you mentioned Mrs. Brown all those years, who was a best friend of my mom and dad's. And they were having a party there, and I was in bed <clears throat> at, at our house. It was immediately next door. And I'd never met a hockey player before, never. Uh, I might have met Tim Horton, but I can't remember. I was too, I was too young. He was a friend of a friend of friend of a friend in Sudbury. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I was sleeping, Steve. And my dad, all I remember is waking up, my dad shaking me and Jim Pappen leaning over saying, hey, kid, nice to meet you. I'm Jim Pappen, right? And I went, oh, my God. And there was another guy there, Steve, with him. It was another player. And my dad said, get up, stand up, and say hi to Pitt Martin ah. and Jim Pappen. Uh, of course, they played together in Chicago. So uh, I got history. I got history with, with Mr. Pappen and, uh, and, his, and his son Arnie and his, his daughter Meryl. So uh, t- tough day, tough day for them, but um, a, great, a great connection that I had as a kid. He was, he was a s- super nice guy. Like I said, he had a wicked temper, man, on the golf course, but, but I, I, he always, you know, I used to practice and he'd come over to the range and help me a little bit and, and always ask me about what I was doing because I played hockey in those days when I was young in Sudbury. And, uh, anyway, great guy, great yeah. guy. Yeah, passed away yesterday at the age of 82, and uh, there's a couple of interesting stories about him from a hockey standpoint, and uh, one being that he scored the winning goal the last time the Leafs won a Stanley Cup back in 1967, although he didn't actually score it. Oh, So Pappen got credit for it, and it was pretty clear to many in the building that uh, you know his goal in the game it's a game winner, but it was pretty clear that Pete Stemkowski deflected it in. He allowed Pappen to take credit for the goal because it meant he would get a contract bonus. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, cool. I mean, what a great, uh, what a great thing for your teammate to do. But he led the playoff. Pappen led the NHL playoff scoring that year. He had 15 points in 12 playoff games, but because Punch Imlock, the GM, then didn't like him very much. Sent him down to the minors the following season. Oh no! <laughs> Can you imagine, like, uh, I, I mean, who was the, uh, you know, well, Connor McDavid was the leading scorer, for example, in the in the in these playoffs. But uh, you know, whoever Colorado's leading scorer was, I guess it was maybe McCarr. Um, right. Sending him down to the minors, it would just be yeah. unthinkable today. But he said, <laughs> "I hated Imlock, and he didn't like me." And the the two sides hated each other so much. Papa never kept his ring; he gave it to his then father in law. And somehow the father-in-law lost it, but then it was rediscovered by a Florida man using a metal detector back in 2007. So the father-in-law obviously lost it while swimming or something like right. that, but he got it back. So a couple of interesting you know, sideline stories there, but Jim Pappen. Right. You know, um, that, that, that generation of that player, Stevie, uh, and there's more, but I, I, you know, off the top of my head, uh, the great, like the guys who came from Sudbury who played hockey back then, we, of course, Pappen, uh, Eddie Jockerman was from Sudbury, the great goalie with the Rangers. Al Arbor, the great coach, mm-hmm. is from Sudbury. Uh, and, and, and you know, uh, Randy Carlisle is from Sudbury. Uh, the Felino family, all the kids. Yep. Are, um, some of them may have been, might have been born in Buffalo, but, but Mike Felino's from Sudbury. 
there was a Farish. Was a guy named Farish who played? Uh, yep. Dave, I yeah. think. Dave Farish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Burnett. The, the Hunter boys are from around Sudbury, I think. Maybe Peterborough, but uh, mm-hmm. ton, tons of talent, right? Tons of talent that comes out of there. And, uh, you know, you talk about, the, that's the old day of hockey, Steve, when you talk about being sent down. You know, Jason York, right, was was talking about now that it, the, the kids are too sensitive. It's not like the old days. And uh, the, that was the old day with the tough love, you know, that, that coaches did that to guys. Uh, Mark Messier got sent down to the minors when he was with the Oilers, Glenn Sather, because uh, he, he missed a plane and he got his dad to phone and make up some excuse to Sather, saying, Mark has the flu, Right. And Sather said, oh, man, that's too bad. The best place to recover from the flu is down in St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh. And uh, he fucking sent him down. He sent him down. And, and, and Moose says, never missed another plane again. I was always the first one there. <laughs> yeah. Well, coaches had the hammer back then, right? The, right? the CBA has changed things, though, because now players can negotiate no movement clauses. So. That means you can't trade them without their say right. so. You can't put them in the minors without their with their say so. So you can't even sit them hardly. You know they're really good. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you you alienate one of your stars. That's bad for business too. So across the board, it's a uh, it's definitely different uh, different times. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, a lot of talk about uh, old school hockey there. But uh, yeah. yeah, Jim Pappen well, passing it. away. Yeah, I do, but it's a little before my time. Uh, I don't remember Jim Pappen. Uh, be kind of. I remember getting his hockey cards. I remember one time I had 13 Jim Pappins when he was with the Chicago Blackhawks no when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow. and I, I remember it was weird. It was just, it was between games. We we're messing around at the Richmond arena and I found a card. It was turned over and keep in mind again, I had like 13 of them. And so this card's turned over and I'm all excited. Somebody's dropped a hockey card this is great i found a hockey card turned it over and it's that same damn card it's like jim Pappen's card just followed me all over the place uh, speaking of 82 year olds craig anderson has re-signed with the buffalo sabers he's been back for another year i i apologize i apologize yeah, that's okay stevie yeah. yeah anyway he uh he's 41 uh yeah he's 41 now he just turned 41 in may and anderson has signed on with the sabers getting a salary of $1.5 million. Man, I thought that guy was so done when he left Ottawa. And uh, he's not, no, nobody's mistaking him for a Vesna Trophy winner, but the Sabres have been fairly pleased with him. So mm-hmm. good for Craig Anderson. There's another deal yesterday with the LA Kings acquiring Kevin Fiala from the Wild and immediately signing him to a seven-year contract with an average annual value of $7.8 million. I bring that up because a lot of Sens fans were kind of thinking Kevin Fiala might be a good fit here in Ottawa. Instead, the L.A. Kings end up with him, sending Minnesota their first rounder and uh, prospect Brock Faber. So that's a fairly big deal in the National Hockey League. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll take a time out of the program. When we come back, I want to talk about Freddie Couples basically uh, saying he's never going to talk to Phil Mickelson again and calls the Live Golf Tour a joke. And Victor Mete. Victor Mete has stepped forward. And uh, we knew that his agent had already throwing it out there to uh, one of the members of the media that his client was not part of the sexual assault allegations that uh, happened in 2018. But Victor Mete, who's uh, played for the Sens the last year and change, he's put out a statement. um, So slowly but surely, these are all drifting in, these denials coming in from various players who have alibis and such. So we'll talk about all that 
coming up after these words. Thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe a little uncertain about it? Of course, you want to make a smart choice. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all of your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. About a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage. History report of the vehicle. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. Check out jimkford.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, so make me one, and you'll see why. Text QUOTE to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect, and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And if you need help navigating this crazy Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen services include staging, painting, cleaning, and, of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. And for buyers, Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers out there. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn Walton today at glennwalton.com. So we talked a little bit about this in the last episode, James, mm-hmm. This uh, these sexual assault allegations that were made public last month. And mm-hmm. uh, he was a member, Victor Mate of the Ottawa Senators. He's a free agent now, I believe. Um mm-hmm. He was a member of that uh, World Junior team, of which uh, I guess eight players, or at least there's eight unnamed CHL players, including members of the Canadian World Junior team, of which Mete was a part. Well, he basically has come out with, uh, on Twitter today, a big statement about it, saying, it's important for me to state that I was not present at the gala event celebration when this appalling event occurred. Mete said he was vacationing in Jamaica with friends and family at the time and only learned of the situation recently. Through media reports, I'm deeply troubled by reports of the incident, and should my help be requested by those investigating the matter, I will fully cooperate in any way that I can. And at that time, he was a member of the Montreal Canadiens, or at least under contract with them, and uh, I guess playing for the London Knights as well. So mm-hmm. uh, played for the Sens this past season, and basically wants to clear his name. And I wonder if we'll see more and more of that trickling out as the pressure on Hockey Canada continues to grow. It's a little like the Chicago Blackhawks situation. I don't think anybody's mm-hmm. blaming the Chicago Blackhawks for the actual assault incident. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's about how you handle things after that, and the Chicago Blackhawks failed miserably. And this is sort of the same deal. No, I don't think anybody's blaming Hockey Canada for the actual incident. Um, I'm certainly not, and it's more about how did you handle things after the fact? Did you do the right things or did you try and make it go away? These are the questions that are being asked right now. So um, I'll be be keen to see if more players continue to come forward in this. Again, there's eight players that were alleged to have been involved and not necessarily all of them played for the world junior team. They had, uh, I guess there were other CHL players potentially involved that weren't part of the world junior team. I would think that by now this thing broke last month that every single member of the team that, you know, would, had had an alibi or or wanted to make it clear that they were not involved might have stepped forward yeah even even with the chicago blackhawks steve that's my point you know i there's in my mind my personal opinion is the chicago blackhawks are not to blame but there's a bunch of individuals who are and then people say well they you know the ownership or management or someone should have got in there and said this is what we're going to do but those guys are grown men quenville uh the other guys involved right that that uh, how do you possibly not think this is a problem? Those guys are to blame. 
the fact they work for the Chicago Blackhawks doesn't mean the Blackhawks are to blame, you know? And um, No, no, no. But they are for sure. They are for sure. Now, the Blackhawks did the right thing and said, okay, we got to, you know, you're, you're not working for us anymore. Uh, we can't do that. And we have the right to do that uh, or suspend or, or fire or get rid of. Uh, so I, 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 I get that. I mean, I don't dismiss Stevie what happened uh, by, uh, at all, right? But um, I just don't like this all the time, blaming organizations. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, these guys are grown men. They know right from wrong. Uh, and they made a mistake. Yeah, I, I, I should I should probably phrase it better than Hockey Canada is getting grief. Well, no, lots of people at Hockey Canada have no idea what's going on. Same with the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Lots of people had no idea what was going on there, though most in that case did. Now, you know, I think about the players, his teammates. Everybody found out about it, and the most people in the organization did, in fact, know. And mm-hmm. I think about the players mm-hmm. making fun of it after the fact in some cases. Right. There were right. allegations that terrible. that was happening. Yeah, really terrible stuff. So there was a lot of people in the Hawks organization in particular who uh, who knew the full story. And any at any time in the last 10 years, one of them could have stepped up and said, you know what, I, I, I got to come forward here for my buddy Kyle. And no one did. So right. I want to talk about this to close out the show in that uh, we love ourselves some golf and this Live Golf Tour thing has been a fascinating. I mean, some, watching some of the news conferences this week, they're mm-hmm. just all so defiant. I saw Kepka sitting there with Pat Perez, and um, who was the other guy to his left? It was Patrick Reed, and they're all just varying states of unbelievable. <laughs> you know, they're there for the money, and that's all. And that's where Fred Couples is at. He did not hold back on Wednesday when he was asked about Greg Norman's Saudi-backed Live Golf Series. The quote is: "These guys, he's talking about the Live guys. These guys, you've seen their interviews, right?" Have you ever seen Phil Mickelson look so stupid in his life? They know it's a joke. I don't think I'll ever talk to Phil again. What for? I'm not in the same boat as him anymore and will probably never play golf with him again. I'm not saying that to be mean. (laughs) We're just in different orbits. They're all saying they want to change golf. They're doing it for the better of golf. No one has said, hey, when I look back 50 years from now, we'll have made this tour what it is. No one has said that. And you want to know why? Because that live series is not going to be around in three years what say you about fred couples comments i think these guys got to be careful you know um i've said this all along with this thing and greg norman was interviewed and he said the same deal that you know freddie i guarantee you freddie that that the the sponsors that you have the clubs that you're using the, your, your day-to-day life, the car that you drive. I, I always go back to this, Steve, and I, I, I'm really serious when I say it, that all, the, all that, Steve, or, or all that, Freddie, okay, is, is in the Middle East. They sell those cars that you drive. They sell that clothing that you, you uh, endorse, okay? They've, so, so you better be careful here when, when you step up and go, okay, well, this is, this is an outrage because of the, you know, the oppressive laws that are over there um no i don't think he's going out he's not he didn't tackle that at all he's just talking about that it's a joke the didn't he didn't no i'm tackling that i'm tackling that with him okay and greg norman said the same thing there's like 23 billion dollars of of money that the pga gets that that of of sponsors and manufacturers etc etc that that are over in the middle east right so i i think that's a valid point when some of these guys are speaking out against it um the other thing, Steve, is this may be a stretch, but 
Um, you know, nothing's a problem till it's a problem, right? So this live comes along and then people are freaking out. Okay. And, and I get it. I get it. You know, it was kind of like Steve back when, when women, you know, uh, couldn't vote. That's a stretch. Well, I'm just saying, Steve, I'm, hear me out. Okay. So they made a change, right? They made a change when people started to, to, to protest against it. Women in the workplace, Steve, was, was nowhere what it should be. Uh, it's there now and getting there now. And that's when people screamed and hollered about change. And maybe, Steve, my point is that maybe this Live, live Golf Tour, with all the pushback, with all the friction, um, uh, you know, with, with, with all the controversy about it, that maybe these guys do look at some of their laws, Steve. Maybe they do say, okay, we got to change. We got to change. You know, Terry, my buddy Terry, sent a really good a really good text to me about they're 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 desperate they're desperate to to you know to be on the world stage and and so that's why they got into golf that's why they're into soccer and stuff right so maybe it will change some laws stevie maybe it will you know maybe stevie what happens is these guys will come around i you know i i suspect some of these guys stevie which will be interesting will come forward and go I thought, you know, I joined that live tour and, I, and, and maybe I thought they might make some changes. Uh, but if they didn't, maybe they pull away after a year or two, you know. Uh, but maybe, you know what I'm saying, Steve? Maybe it will. Maybe they sit, sit down and go, you know what? You guys are right. If we want to act like the rest of the world, well, then we better make some changes. Right. I'm, yeah, you know. it's possible. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'll never say never. Um, I'm skeptical, but anything's possible. But Couples is more attacking. He didn't even bring up you know, human rights records or anything like that, uh, or that it's uh, inappropriate for them to be playing in that league. He's basically saying it's going to be gone in three years and that they're just doing it for the cash. And he doesn't even buy the players, um, even buy into it themselves, that they're just going for the cash grab. They don't believe in live golf. I'm on record as agreeing with that. You know, I I don't think it's going to last much more than two or three years, not because they're going to run out of money. That's a bottomless pit but because it's not going to get the traction that they think it will. They're all trying to say they're changing golf. You're not changing golf. You're just looking for a paycheck. Have you been inspired to turn the TV on and look at a live golf tour? Well, I don't even know if it's on. I, I don't know where to find it. You know, I, there, It's this week. It's right now, isn't it? Uh, Pumpkin Ridge? Isn't that I where assume, the, the, yeah, I assume so. That's why they had all the... the the big uh, news conferences. There's one going on right now. It is Pumpkin Ridge, and uh, that's in Portland, Oregon, and they have an event this weekend. Yeah, I, I would watch it. I would watch it. Really? Uh, I would. Huh. Why wouldn't you? You know, they got a lot of good good players there. You know, it's it, you know the PGA is the, the nuts right now, but who knows what will happen with this live. Uh, you know, it, it, more, yeah. so far, Steve, so far, nobody has turned around and left that tour. No, no. Okay. The, the maybe, checks are, maybe the, the, maybe the checks are clearing. So, <laughs> right, right. No, but I'm saying maybe they launch in. Right. Maybe they go. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, maybe it's just over a knee jerk reaction. Maybe it's this impulse thing. Say, okay, I'm going to go. And then maybe when they get there and they start to think about this thing and they hear the the outcry publicly about this thing, maybe, maybe some of these guys do step back from. It. Oh, we don't know yet, right? It's 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 just at the initial stages, right? But it's very interesting to see what will happen with it. You know, yeah, I'd watch the other. I watch the U.S. Amateur, Steve. I watch college golf. You know, I, I watch the CFL and I watch the NFL. I, I, you know, I watch the Vanier Cup when it's on, and uh, you know, I watch a little bit of college hockey and stuff. So the brand. My point is, the brand is is 
is good. It's going to be fine. All right, we'll close it out. Uh, speaking of the CFL, the Red Blacks in action as they take on the BC Lions tonight as we're recording this. Uh, we want to say happy Canada Day to everybody. <laughs> Spread your tiny wings and fly away, James. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with a brand new episode. Thank you for being with us this week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, have a great weekend. Have a good weekend, Stevie. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.